0: This is After the Bell Rings, a podcast brought to you by the Triad School District in Troy, Illinois. In this series, you'll hear about what your kids are learning, how they're learning, and ideas to strengthen the school home partnership. Here's Amy Van Hoos, Mike Wilgus, and Adam Geisen. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, we're excited to have you guys back after a, uh, a brief summer. Uh, We had some great After the Bell Rings episodes last year, and we're excited to bring you new episodes this year. Here we are at episode 16, straight from our studios in the Wakeland Center, right, by Silver Creek Elementary. And my name is Adam Geisen. I'm here with Mike Wilgis. Hello. (laughs) And Amy Van (laughs) Hoos. Hello. And we are here with Triad Superintendent Lee Lewis. Good morning. Feel free to, uh, to let us know just a little bit about yourself, because we've got probably some new people to the district don't know everything about you, so, uh, so give us a little bit uh, about yourself.
1: Well, I'm a Triad graduate from 1983, and this is my 25th year here at Triad, and I've been the superintendent going on my 12th year.
0: All right, So we wanted to take a few minutes during this podcast just to kind of give um, parents and, and students sort of an idea of what to expect this school year uh, as we are getting back to the classroom and getting back into uh, the swing of things. So first, we want to sort of talk about enrollment. We always are interested to see where our numbers are at at the beginning of every year as a district. Um, and so what, what's the enrollment like? I know that, this, that there's been an improvement, uh, but what, uh, give us a little detail on that.
1: Well it's exciting. We are growing and we've started to grow just a little bit more within the last couple years. So I anticipate that our enrollment will be up close to between 50 and 75 more new students this year and that that is exciting because we're reaching about 4,000 students overall in the Triad School District.
0: That's a lot of people. It is. Um, So we're seeing that growth at at really at all levels. I know um, that kindergarten the kindergarten group is huge this year
1: it is and it's um, it was a big group last year with our largest kindergarten class ever it reached 300 students and this year we're up to about 333 first graders so it is certainly a class that has grown oh,
2: that's amazing plus uh didn't we have to add a section for four, fourth or fifth grade there was some last minute registrations there to where we had a split. Right. Had a staff member
1: in the past. CA Henning Elementary has been a little bit larger than Silver Creek Elementary, and this year they're about the same. So we've really seen the growth at Silver Creek Elementary. So probably that's due to some subdivisions and some housing that's gone up in the Silver Creek attendance area. So right now both buildings, their attendance, we expect it to be um, close to 800 students at both buildings.
0: That's amazing. That's great. Well, it's good to see uh, the community continuing to grow. We've got, all, like you said, neighborhoods and all these new houses popping up, uh, and it's neat to see that reflected in our uh, student body as well. So speaking of students, let's switch gears really quickly over to curriculum. So we've got Amy with us, who is our curriculum specialist here in the district. Uh, What's new? What's new with curriculum this year?
3: So we have a few changes this year. At the elementary level, we're adding in a new writing program. This is the Lucy Calkins writing program, and we are starting right now with grades one and two. Grades one and two are going to use this program that has four units. They cover all the different types of writing in a writer's workshop style. So teachers will be meeting with small groups and doing mini lessons with kids, and kids are going to be writing, writing, writing. So we're excited about this. And then in the following years, our third and fourth grade Teachers will add on, and then our fifth grade teachers will add on, and eventually this will become an elementary program that everybody uses. We're also going to use an updated version of MyMath. This is the same program that you guys have been seeing come home over the last several years, but they switched to a new 2018 version, which will have just a bit of a little bit uh, different look and feel to it and some of the online capabilities are going to be upgraded as well. So I'm hoping that in the future we really get some teachers in here to tell you about all the great things that you can do with My Math at Home. At the middle school level, we have another math update. Last year we started with Big Ideas, and Big Ideas has done an update, so teachers are gonna jump on board and kinda switch over to this new updated version of Big Ideas, so once again, just a bit of a different look and feel to it, but a lot of the same content. And we're also adding in some new English language arts units. We're going to see some new books for the first time and different types of activities with these books. So be on the lookout for a few different changes. And um, we're excited about some of these great things.
0: So as we kind of see our curriculum change and our numbers change, we also obviously have new staff. Uh, And obviously the staff is, you know, what keeps our buildings going. Uh, We've got 24 new staff members this year, which is really large. We thought we had a large group last year at like 18 or something. But this year it's a huge group. So uh, we're excited. And there's changes too. Um, So what's kind of going on with the staff?
1: Well, we're really excited about our three new interventionists and these three new positions, those um, teachers will work with small groups of kids at the elementary and the middle school level to give them a little extra support in reading and math and in the social emotional area. And then we also had added a social worker and that additional social worker too, will work with students at the middle school to help them on um, different areas that in that social emotional area that they seem to struggle with and that could be with just um, some work with getting along with peers it could be with social media it could be dealing with some dynamics going on at home and then transitioning into school or two, how academics and school life how they um, are impacted how one impacts the other
0: So it's all part of helping that, uh, you know, what what our podcast is all about, is making that connection between uh, school and home and keeping that going, and that's what sounds like the interventionists are going to be doing for the most part.
1: Yes. A lot of good parent communication we're hoping for, and that's one of our
0: goals. So good. Steps uh, in a forward direction. Um, So speaking of staff, there are also a couple of changes at the administrative level, uh, which we want to kind of mention, because obviously one of them affects Marine Elementary, obviously big time.
1: Yes, Mr. Michael Spear, known as the assistant principal at TMS for a number of years, has moved over to Marine Elementary, and he's the principal now there. So we're really excited about that, and he is excited about his new position, as well as I think the, the parents and the students of Marine are excited, too.
0: And the teachers too. They've all mentioned that they are liking uh, having him around, and I think uh, um, Renee Vagley, who was the principal at Marine, is taking on a totally new role. And this is something worth—we'll uh, just kind of jump down and talk to that or talk about that while we're on the topic. Uh, but she's taking over the new Success Center. So uh, that's something that just started this year. Uh, we're excited about this new opportunity, and I think that parents could learn a little bit about this as well. If you want to talk about that,
1: yes. Renee vaguely has a background in special education. So she seemed like just the right choice when we talked about opening a success center, which would be for specific students that we knew that we could reach, but maybe not reach them at in the traditional high school setting. So we expected these students to make application to a success center program where they would um, want to be there because they wanted to be removed from the, the larger Traditional high school format, and Renee Valey having you know that expertise and working with kids with some needs, she stepped up and um, offered to run that program and kind of you know get it off the ground. So we're excited about it being at Triad Middle School in an area where we've renovated two classrooms, and it should be a great space for kids to do experiment really to experiment with different programs, internships, mentoring and also um, credit recovery if needed, and just exploring some things that maybe they wouldn't have had the opportunity to explore in um, the regular high school schedule with the, the classes that are offered uh, at Triad High School.
0: And some of them are coming back to the high school for certain classes, right? For like driver's ed and I think a couple of yes. those other ones.
1: As you know, you know, with high school, there are certain requirements if you're, depending on what you're planning on doing post high school. So. For some students, it's definitely important either by law to get certain classes in, like driver's education, or there are different classes that you need depending on what you're going to do after high school. Whether you're college bound or you're going into a training um, school, going to a training school, or maybe even in, right into the workforce, that there might be a certification or just experience and some type of internship or um, co-op program would be beneficial to you.
0: So I know that they've got um, some really great staff over there. Um, some staff that we pulled from the district, some staff that are new, uh, but they're all—they've uh, got the the kids' best interests at heart for sure. And I think that that's going to be a really great improvement for especially those kids. I think that's a group of kids that is hard to reach. Um, that I think every district struggles with, and and the fact that we're addressing this uh, again, I think, kind of pushes us out. Um, as a district out near the uh, sort of the edge of uh, of what's coming and, and progressiveness and we're, we're excited to see that change and um, it's kind of it's, it's going to be neat to follow and I think that those like I said those teachers are kind of jumping into a new situation the students are jumping into a situation that hopefully they're more comfortable with uh, and we'll see everybody grow and that's that's really the point of that success center so uh, we're excited that that got off the ground I think yeah. that's neat.
1: I am too I think the technology too that um, the you provide is also going to be essential for the program as we know you can learn just about anywhere and in so many different um, learning environments and different tools that you can um, incorporate into a learning experience and i know that both mike and adam have been really instrumental in helping our students be able to do some innovative things with technology and with
0: learning that is a great segue into our technology section because i think technology is going to be one of our uh, another one of our large areas where the district is growing Um, And so first thing we want to talk to, and and this is something that's really important too, we were just talking about off air just a moment ago, um, the importance of getting connected to the district through the application that we have, the app that we've got on both Android and Apple devices, uh, which is a great way to stay connected so that's available it's free um you can download it just search for triad i think you have to look for triad
2: community Community
0: unit. yeah Yeah. and so if you look up triad community it should pop up in both of those searches Um, download that you're going to get updates we get little notifications you'll have links to this podcast every time it comes out you get notified which that alone is worth getting an application (laughs) Uh, on your phone. Um, But also our district websites are, um, you know, constantly being updated as we're working through and seeing new changes and and events and, um, you know, links and resources. And there's all sorts of good stuff on um, the district site, as well as all the school buildings. So you can get to those really easily. The district site is tcusd2.org very easy to remember. I'm going to say it slower, tcusd2.org. Uh, but again, that's where you start with the district and then all of the buildings. You've got triadhs.org for the high school, triadms for the middle school, and then we've got, uh, you can go really for each elementary school, just simply put the name and the uh, mascot, and that does it for those. So like marinehornets.org will get you to the marine site, and stjacobcubs.org will get you to St. Jacob, and Silver Creek spartans.org it's taking me a second just to remember these and then the last one is henning it's just henning uh, stars.org so those easy to get to those building sites Um, and there's again lots of great information on those Another big thing that's going on in the district is our one-to-one initiative, uh, which Ms. Lewis mentioned just a minute ago uh, about getting technology to the students. And one of the big things that we've tried to do over the last few years is to reach a situation where every student has access to his or her own device. And and what we're doing uh, district-wide is using Chrome devices. So we're getting Chromebooks out to our kids. And from the 6th grade to the 12th grade level, all of those kids are getting their own device and they are bringing those devices home, which is another great opportunity for kids to learn at their own pace um, and, you know, in their own situation. And this has been something that we've been working for uh, the last few years, and we're we're here. This is the year where we are almost fully one-to-one, and that's really uh, been a great thing. So, We'll be doing a podcast probably in a couple weeks or or, or so after this one uh, releases, talking about some great steps for keeping your uh, for keeping your Chromebook safe and and well maintained, as well as really innovative ways to use it uh, as students and as parents. Um, on your own. So these are tools that we can use obviously for school, but also there's great things to that you can do with these Chromebooks um, that are not always school related but are great learning tools uh, for things that you're interested in learning. And that's really what our focus is uh, is getting these kids interested in things that they're they want to learn about and then sort of driving their own education. That's part of what the one to one program uh, leads towards. And the Chrome devices are going
2: all the way down to second grade that's right. this year. So yeah.
0: that's a new step okay, so did I say three twelve? I meant you said two, six t- through twelve take can take them that's, home. That's, That's correct. Yep.
2: But second grade through fifth grade has them available in their classroom one to one. That's right. Yeah. So
0: we're really, uh, really showing that technology is important to everybody. Another big thing that's big is uh, we've got brand new Promethean boards at the elementary levels. Uh, Mike, if you want to talk about that, I think you know more about that than I do.
2: Sure. Uh, All kindergarten teachers were given a new Promethean board, which allows. The devices to it allows the board to connect to student devices, and it allows student devices to connect back to the board. So there's some two-way communication that can take place. The teacher can can mirror the device of the board to individual tablets and Chrome devices, or vice versa. It also allows the teacher to walk around the room with their device to to help students. It allows students to project what they're doing to the board. So it's a very very nice um, innovative way for us to use these new boards to uh to highlight and showcase some of the great things that not only the teachers are doing but the students are doing as well
0: speaking of being innovative one of the big things that our district is working towards is having uh as many teachers as we possibly can become google certified educators and that's something we talked about in the podcast last year uh, a couple times actually Uh, and it's a great program that google has that allows Um, teachers to learn about the different kind of applications that they have access to and their students have access to and to give them really creative and interesting ways to use those things in the classroom. And that's part of what um, the job that Mike and I hold uh, is to be in the classroom and to help teachers, uh, like I said, be innovative and to use these tools to the best of their ability. And that's, that's one thing that we're going for. Currently, we have Right about 60 teachers who are Google certified educators. So um, that's over a fifth of the teachers in the entire district are Google certified. And that was really something that uh, we've started working towards last school year. And we intend to to try to get that number up uh, as far as we can. 100% is our goal. That's going to be tough, but it's our goal. And, and that's really what we want to do is to really impress in our students and the teachers that that these are the tools that even if they go out into the real world and don't necessarily use Google tools, they're learning transferable skills that would really apply to any system that they run into, um, You know, regardless of what college they go to or business they, they go into after school. Uh, they're going to be using technology somehow, so we're teaching them how to use tech We're just using the Google way of doing it. And that's really, um, you know, we think that these are the skills that they're going to need as they get older and go out into the business world. So watch for that. We're going to be talking. I'm sure we're going to be celebrating a lot of Google certified educators on Twitter. You can follow us uh, there. It's it's something I should have mentioned earlier, too. But social media is big in our district. We really want to get the fun things that we're doing in the classroom and, and the fun things that the buildings are doing. Uh, and we want to get that out to you guys so you can see it as parents. So a couple of ways to follow us: you can follow us at Triad News on Twitter. I think it's just Triad News, right? All one word. Um, we have a couple hashtags. We've got a Triad Proud is a good, great hashtag to follow. Um, our, if you're interested in the technology side, you can also follow the hashtag TryAdvances, all one word, as well. and That's another great way. And I know each building has their own Twitter account as well. Um, so if you go to the building sites, those are near the bottom, and there's a little um, you know, recent tweets, and you can click on that and follow the tweets there. So, again, social media is big, um, and we really want to, to use that to our advantage as much as we can. So current events, let's talk about what's coming up. There's some big stuff that's happening. Um, obviously, our board has got some goals for the coming year. But there's also a couple of things we want you to sort of be aware of as the year uh, gets started. So we'll first start talking about what our big board goals, what are our goals for the year uh, as we go through the year. So I'll, I'll let Ms. Lewis sort of talk about that
1: well first of all i think academic success is number one and uh, amy van Hoos spoke about our new curriculum and technology some of our newer resources and the resources that we put in the students hands and then of course we have assessments which we spend a lot of time um, working on different assessments that we can give kids to see if they're making sure that they're making progress and then um, secondly is professional development just exactly what you were talking about adam is that it's so important because our teachers Um, our support staff, anyone that works in a school system, they're just essential to a student's success. They have a role, and um, for teachers, it's, always continuing to to improve and to get better and we're so fortunate at triad that all of our teachers are constantly striving to get better to make sure that they can deliver to their students um, sitting in their classrooms this year taking up those those seats what can they do for them that's going to help move them forward and um, that's i think what technology brings to our district is it personalizes learning a little bit more just like we're trying to personalize professional development for our staff and um, there's just some great things going on in that area and then we have communication is always just like you said different ways that we can reach parents partnering with parents and partnering with our community businesses our goals that we always have and making sure that we're working together to do what's best for not only our students but for our parents and for our community
0: so a couple of things you probably want to be aware of. There is some, uh, and you've probably seen it at this point. Bridge construction on forty out there by the middle school. Um, that is, I don't, I haven't been down that way yet. Has it been causing issues? I don't. Not I really yet, know. but
1: we anticipate that it will probably start to happen as they start to repave part of Route mm-hmm. Forty, which will really interfere in traffic going into both the high school and the middle school. The bridge traffic that's um, a little bit more east of triad high school and triad middle school that hasn't been too bad maybe bad for those traveling west but not for those traveling east out of the troy community into the high school and the middle school so but i just encourage everybody to watch um our social media accounts like triad news like our facebook um, and again our district websites because that's where we'll advertise if we think that we need help from parents
0: and it's never a bad idea to just uh you know i'm going to give a little tech tip real quick in the morning before you leave the house pull up google maps or whatever your map application your gps on your phone and just see what's going on with the traffic because they will tell you on there, if it's slow or they may give you a different route, um, and that would help everybody. If we all don't kinda, you know, wait till the last minute to jump into this traffic, and we take a look uh, ahead of time, that may help everybody out. So just something to be aware of as we go forward. So another big thing as we uh, start getting going here this school year is that every district, I'm sure, uh, but ours included, always has some employment opportunities, and that's something that uh, we can take a second to talk about as well.
1: Well, we really are short staffed in the area of um, paraprofessionals and those are staff members that work with work in classrooms or they might work in the cafeteria or out on the playground and they help with in the supervisory role and it just and two, in an instructional role as well but um that's where we seem to be short staffed this year in particular so we really need anyone who's interested in a job working in the school system to work with kids to reach out to us if um they're available
0: and substitutes always could use substitutes. we right?
1: always need substitutes and this
3: year there is a new law that states that we can hire substitutes with 60 college credit hours So if you are interested, we are doing another sub training on October 27th. And in order to sub for our district, you do need to complete that training. It will be from 815 to noon that day. And we will help you get set up with your um, getting started with your license and everything else that you need to do to come sub for our district. And we would love to have you.
0: Absolutely. Always need some good subs. Um, and we got pre-K screening, so um, folks who are who may know somebody who's got uh, pre-K kids coming up um, next year, we have a screening, and it's going to be actually here in this building at Wakeland. Uh, in September. What are the dates? on the, Or October. What are the September dates? On 10th? No, September 10th through the 14th. September 10th through the 14th. So uh, let those folks know. And again, uh, they may not be in the district yet or maybe they are. And again, we want to make sure we get those kids in so um, we, we kind of know what the numbers are going to be like for pre-K and, and you have an idea uh, of, of what's going on with the pre-K system. So that's that, again, is something that's a great opportunity um, as we're working towards them joining our school community. And they, w- they would need
2: to contact... C. A. Henning, C. A. specifically Henning. Mrs. Kremensky. Right.
0: So, so go over to Henning. That's the uh, that's the place to talk. So we've got a couple big projects coming up in the district. One uh, is there's a new TMS courtyard at the middle school, uh, which should be pretty exciting. Looks nice. Concrete instead of rocks. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So that's something to safer.
2: Uh, it's you know you don't have to deal with the weather and uh, mud mud and puddles and things like that, and it looks nice. So. sure the students are enjoying that that'll
0: be great we've also got some new signage at the high school um, for students there and and parents as you come in that's got some school information uh, kind of broadcasting as you walk through the building so that's also uh, something that's pretty cool one of the biggest things and probably one of the most important things that our district is doing as we move forward is improving safety Uh, And that's always a concern for parents and students and teachers and everybody involved in a school education uh, or a school system. But uh, what are we doing to improve our safety? And I think that that's something that every parent uh, would be interested in hearing.
1: First, we have a new SRO officer for the elementary level, and that's Officer Mike Raymond. So welcome to Officer Raymond. And then secondly, we have new cameras going in in all of our buildings across the district a new camera system both inside and outside so we're really anxious for that um that new technology to improve um watching what's happening outside of our buildings as well as what's going on inside of our buildings we use that for all for all various, various different reasons um it could be if we are having a a problem in a certain area with traffic or maybe even with supervision. And then certainly it would be very useful in the event that we had someone in our buildings that wasn't supposed to be there and we needed to find the location of that person and be um, equipped to keep our kids safe if that were ever to happen. And then we also are um, improving our locking systems Especially at the high school with the new locking system. So, we realized there were old high school keys floating um, out there in our community, and people had gotten a hold of those keys over the years. The building is 20 years old, believe it or not. Our new high school is 20 years old. And um, it was time, it was time to look at the keying system. So, we're excited about um, a new locking system, and that's also going to improve the safety at the high school.
0: doesn't feel like a 20-year-old building. No. It still feels feels so young and spry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 20 is young. 20 20 20 is definitely young. Absolutely. Uh,
2: Another thing I just remembered with safety is that the middle school students this year are going to be required to wear lanyards. And they are going to be color-coded. So 6th grade, I believe, is wearing white-colored lanyards. 7th grade is red. And 8th grade is black. Don't quote me on the colors, but they all are different colors so if a teacher staff member sees a student walking down the hall they know exactly what grade level that student is in before they even approach that student and then staff members as well all have the same type of lanyard to wear to wear um as well so there's and the subs also have a different kind of lanyard so a TMS is trying to be proactive in making sure that every student's accounted for, and and people can recognize what grade they are just simply by s- seeing what lanyard they have on.
0: Well, I don't think any district can do enough to make sure that their students are safe and that the people involved are, you know, where they're supposed to be. And that I think that that's, uh, I think that we're as a district moving in in the right direction and making sure that everybody is safe uh, on our campuses and 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 in our district. So. Um, that's pretty much all we got. I know that we have probably forgotten something else that's new, but, uh, there's going to be all sorts of great stuff going on this year. We're excited to start a new school year. I know that, uh, hopefully the students are excited to be back. I know the teachers are excited to be back. We had a great vibe at the, uh, those Institute days, um, last week. And, and I know it was a fun couple days to get started here at the beginning of the school year. So we want to thank Miss Lewis for joining us today. Thank you very much for coming in and hanging out.
1: Thank you for having me. And I just want to give a shout out to our Link crew. That's our juniors oh, and our seniors so that welcomed the staff back on Tuesday, August 14th at 7 a.m. in the morning. And that was a great idea led by Aaron Cole, Stephanie Potas, and um, Heather Kirkley. So thanks to them for a great, warm, and noisy, yeah. oh,
0: energized.
1: Um, That that was a great
0: way to start the day. It's pretty crazy. It It really was. Mike took video. He he tweeted it out. There's videos floating out there. If um, you go to uh, the the district site, I believe they retweeted it. Yeah, try
2: news or at Mike Wilgus if you want to see it. Right. Yeah.
0: But Uh, uh, that was really uh, such a great way to start the year. It really was energizing and exciting. and, And thanks very much to them. Those kids were pumped. You could tell the kids were pumped to start. Uh, the school Especially years. in Those the last
2: years. few days of their summer break. Absolutely. They got at there at like 6.30 and, to get there. Yeah. It was
0: fantastic. So anyway, super, super cool. So thank you again uh, for coming in. Miss Lewis, thank you Amy for joining us. Mike, uh, and again I'm Adam Geisen and thank you very, uh, very much for listening and check out uh, our future episodes. Uh, they'll be released on Tuesdays or so, something around there, every couple weeks. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us uh, on Google Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify and every other place you get your podcast. So we're looking forward to talking to you guys soon. Thanks, and good luck as we start the school year. You've been listening to After the Bell Rings. Our mission is to strengthen the school-home partnership. For show notes, to contact us, and for more information, visit afterthebellrings.org.